Good morning, good vach. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas. We're continuing in Yoredeya Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Orla, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Yud Beis. And we dedicate the learning today, Li'ilu Nishmas Shmuel Reb Shloimai, whose yard site is today on the 6th of Kislev, and Li'ilu Nishmas Reb Eliezer Reb Nosni Yaakov, Yentefradl Bas Reb Zahavaleya Bas Reb Avrom, Tzipka Bas Reb Hillel, and all those, all the Nishamos that need an Ilu Nishama, especially the people being killed, dying Al-Kiddush Hashem now in this war that's going on. And we dedicate the learning for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chavi Vachana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Noe Nechama Basgalia, Hindesheva Bas Rochel, David Shimshon Ben Sorolea, Esther Bas Gamar Bas Lavana, Yente Sora Bas Chanurus, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Chayabrocha Bas Perel, Doniel Boruch ben Sora, Aviva Chaya bas Esther Mindel, Fruma bas Genesia, Mindel bas Frederivka, Yehudas Nechoma bas Miriam, Tzvi Sholem ben Rita Beverly, Ruven Mordechai ben Chana, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Dina bas Tali, Yehuda, Nosan Yehuda ben Tali, Avigail Brocha bas Shirat Voira, David Leib ben Shena, Shlomo Nisan ben Mazlav, Ram David ben Chana, Idis bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Soro bas Hadassah, Gitgan Endel bas Sipoiro, Lebelei bas Sipoiro, Avi Veilona bas Yispendel, Sarocho bas Yispendel, Yehudas Ruchoma bas Chavarus, David ben Behia, Shendel bas Leia, Ayelet Shoshana bas Chanaleia, Liazak Goldabat, Bas Chanafeg, Eliana Golda Bas Chanafega, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Malkehinda Bas Kreindel, Shloime Ben Rivka Sprinza, Ami Ben Chai Ben Yudaskila, Chaim Ben Rachel, Besoich Shar Choyle Yisrael. Vezeh Bechinas Masha Koyren, we said that this halacha is based on chapter 8 in the second half of Likud Yomran. <clears throat> and we spoke a lot about the number 11, how the number 11 showed that we're going into the domain of the Sitra Achra to rescue holy sparks from there. Rav Zal gave us many examples of it. And based on what we've been learning till now, we'll understand also why Shabbos Shira? When we read the, the Shira Sayam Oz Yoshir, <coughs> always comes out in the eleventh month, the month of Shvat. <coughs> Close to Tubishvat, what we call Tubishvat, Shehu Roshishonali Lonois, which is what the Gemara defines as the beginning of the new year for the produce of the tree. By the way, Tu Bishvat is Rav Zal's birthday. That's the day that he was born. Ki chamisho sar Bishvat hu somuch lo'ilom l'shabashira v'lefome mechal shabashira b'chamisho sar Bishvat b'yatzmoi. This holiday of Tu Bishvat always comes out close to the reading of Shabashira, and sometimes it actually comes out on Shabashira. 
Because Tu Bishvat is the beginning of the new year regarding trees, regarding the mitzvah of Orla, counting the three years that we're not allowed to eat from the produce, and Netaravai, defining when the fourth year begins, when the produce of that year has to be brought to Yerushalayim and eaten there. Shehu bechinas tikken chet and as we learned in the previous year, these, these mitzvahs related to the produce of the trees are a tikkun for the sin of Odom Arishon, which was related to a tree. Al yedei hakoil hamashkes hagan. And Rabbein Sal explains there on the Kutimran that this requires that voice of Kedusha that waters the garden. In, by the case of Odom Arishon, after he ate from the Eitz the Pesach says that him and Chava covered themselves with leaves of a fig tree, and they were hiding in the garden, in a sense, and then they heard the voice of Hashem passing through the garden. Shehu shir poshut kofel meshulash maruba. And Rabbi Nezal shows there in Likut Imran that this coil is referring to the special sound of the, of the ten types of song, which come from the the, which are referred to as the Shir Poshut Kofel Meshulosh Maruba. Rabbein Azal quotes a Posig there where the Posig says about the Novi. Hashem says to the Novi, to the prophet, Horem Kashoifor Koilech, lift up your voice like the sound of the Shoifor, Vahaged Laami Pishon, and tell my nation their sins, meaning give them rebuke, give them Toichacha. And Rabbi Nezal shows there that the word kashoifor makes up the first letters of poshut, kofel, shilush, ribua. This song, which refers to the ten types of song the, that come from yud, yud hey, yud hey vav, and then yud hey vav hey, <clears throat> which are a total of ten letters. Rabbi Nezal goes into it over there. And the way that we generate this coil, these ten types of song, and this power of giving healthy toichocha, healthy rebuke, is through the tefillah in the format of din of a very powerful person. Now, Rav Zal tells us, and all of this is related to Kriyas Yamsuf, Bechinas, as Rav Zal quotes this Pasuk there also, Ato foyrarto ba'ozchayom. You, Hashem, have crumbled the sea with your power, ba'ozchah. The ba'oz kemavur heite b'maymaranal, as Rav Zal expounds on this over there in the Kutimran. Be'ozchah refers to this balkoyach, this tefillah bebechinas din, with which Hashem crumbled the Red Sea. V'zeh bechinas shira sayam al yedei hamate oiz hanal shal yod yamsuf. And this explains the song that Klal Yisrael sang at Kriyas Yamsuf, which was brought about, the splitting of the Red Sea was brought about through that powerful stick of Moshe Rabbeinu. Al yedei zeh zoichen lashira. And through this, we're to the song. The word Yoz, Yoshir, Moshe, Vene Yisrael, the word Yoshir is Yud, Shir, the te- these ten types of song. Behinas, Shir, Poshet, Kofel, etc. 
ועל כן קוירן שירס הים בשבט, הסומוך לחמישה עשר, and this is why we read that portion of the Torah on Shabbos during the month of Shvat, usually very close to Tu Beshvat, Shehu Rosh Hashanah Le'ilonois, which is when the trees have a new beginning, Shehu Bechinas Tikkun Zeh. And this is all part of the Tikkun for the Pegama, the Eight Sadas. This Rosh Hashanah Ilonis, when the trees are being refreshed and renewed, and by our performing the mitzvahs related to these trees, we're doing a tikkun, a correction for the Pegam of the Eitz Hadas. V'yalkein, paragraph Yud Gimel, V'yalkein, Yaakov, Kishayotso Likras Esov, Hoyemispalel Tfila Bebechinas Din. And now we'll also understand, Rav Nosenzal in this halacha is giving us a whole variety of examples of this tefillah b'bechinas din. We've learned about this in the past. We've had this in previous halachas. And people ask me many times, how does this relate to us? This is one of the main places on Kut Halachas where Rav Nosenzal is giving us a whole variety of examples of this tefillah b'bechinas din. And he explains now, that when after Yaakov Avinu had succeeded in getting the, buying the Bechayra from Esav and then getting the Bracha, as we read yesterday on Shabbos Parshas Toldos, where Yaakov Avinu got the Bracha also from Yitzchok Avinu, which was, it seemed was going to go to Esav, and now Esav wants to kill him. And Esav has an army of 400 men, and they're coming to murder Yaakov Avinu, so now when Yaakov Avinu goes to meet Esav, we see Yaakov Avinu applying this tefillah in the format of din. Where do we see it? Take a look at the words of Yaakov Avinu where he says, Hashem, I am unworthy, I am too small to be deserving of all of your kindness. Bechinas katnus hachasodim. This is referring to the chasodim being small, meaning I'm undeserving of the chesed. I cannot receive Hashem's full measure of chesed. Hainu shohoyim espalelt filosoi bebechinas katnus hachasodim. The Torah is telling us that Yaakov Avinu was saying a tefillah now at a time when the chasodim were small. Bechinas din, bechinas din, meaning that the other side is powerful. The midas din is powerful. Because Yaakov Avinu had to challenge Esav now, who is a molek, who is a descendant of Esav. Shehu zua and a molek represents the tumor of the original snake by the eight sadas. And therefore, this required the tefillah in the format of din, in order to extract from Esav his whole source of life, which is all of the das and mitzvahs that Esav had swallowed up previously from, from the Kedusha, from the holiness. Paragraph Yudalid, Vze Bechinas Habchoira Shalokach Yaakov Me Esav Bemirma, 
על ידי שהחילוהו מן האודויים האודויים הזה. And now we'll understand another incredible thing. The Torah tells us that Esau comes into the house, he's tired, he just had a big fight where he just killed Nimrod and took from him the clothing, the big day hachamudois, <clears throat> and now Esau comes in and he sees Yaakov Avinu is cooking lentil soup. And the Torah tells us that Esau says, please give me from this red, red soup. Ho'odoim, ho'odoim azeh. Why does the Torah write this? What? Even if, even if it wants to, we're quoting Esav Harashva, it's not enough to say, Esav said, give me some soup. Ho'odem, we have to know that it's red, red soup. Ki hi das. Because the birthright, which is what Yaakov Avinu was going to acquire through this, represents das, seichel, chachma. Ki ha-bechoyer hu The bechoyer means first, the firstborn. Bechinas reishis das. And we know that Rashis refers to Chachma. Rashis Chachma Yeres Hashem. There's another pasuk which uses, which refers to Rashis Das. So the Bechayra represents Chachma Seichel. V'yalkein al yidei shehe'echilohu min ha'odoim ha'odoim azeh. As a result of Yaakov Avinu giving Asa this red, red soup, Shubachin as Dinim, red always represents Midas Hadin, Bechinas Tfila, Bechinas Din Shil Habalkoyah. This corresponds to that Tfila in the form of Din that a powerful person must give forth, Sheoimedes Bebeis Habliya Shiloi, which the Sidrachra tries to swallow and it gets stuck in its throat. This is what enabled Yaakov Avinu to extract from Esav all the das that Esav had swallowed up, min hakdusha, from, from, from holiness. Which in this context refers to the birthright which Esav had acquired by pushing out, pushing himself out first. And and Esav sold it to Yaakov Avinu ki habechayra he bechinas das because the birthright represents das. Question in the chat: Can we explain how this whole concept of tefillah bechinas din relates to us? We are not supposed to pray this kind of tefillah anyway. Only tzaddikim can and should do this. That is not true. We mentioned before that Tikkun Chatzois, the Tikkun Rochel that we say at midnight, and the Tachnun that we say in the morning, especially on Mondays and Thursdays, but even the ordinary Tachnun, where we say, Oshamnu, Bogadnu, Gozalnu, where we're repeating our sins, that's a form of Tfilo Bebchinaz Din, confession. When a person says, Hashem, I did this bad thing, I did this bad, bad thing, and when we say also, Hashem, we're praying to you, we're not coming from a position of tzitkus, that we're so good and we're so religious that we deserve your kindness, but rather, we're relying on your great kindness. These are examples. Also in Shmai Esrei, we say, Melech Oyhev Tzedoko U Mishpat, that Hashem loves Tzedoko and Mishpat, we're mentioning that Hashem is also loves, likes mishpat, judgment. 
These are all examples, and, and, and again, we just saw now the Shira Sayom, which we say. The Shira, which we say in the morning, Oz Yoshir is an example of a Tfila Bebechinas Din that we are applying. All of these are examples of it. Vialkein Mosar Yaakov Koyachat Tfila Zois Bebechinas Din Loyoisev. And now we understand also why Yaakov Avinu gave over this secret, this information, this knowledge of this tefillah bebechinas din to his son Yosef Hatzadik. Yaakov Avinu says to Yosef Hatzadik, "I am giving you the city of Shechem above." everything else that all the other land of Eretz Yisrael that you're sharing with your brothers, which I conquered from the nation of Amoiri with my sword and bow. Upirish Rashi, Shehi HaBechoira, that the, 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 the Shem here also refers to the birthright, Shelokach Miyad Esav, which Yaakov had taken from Esav, Bitfilosoi Ubakoshosoi, through Yaakov Avinu's tefillah, the sword and bow refer to his tefillah and bakosho. Ki ha-bechoira, shehi hadas dikdusha, shebola esa, because the, the birthright, which in this context represents the das and holiness which Esa had succeeded in swallowing throughout all the previous times, shehu hanochosh, Esa represents the snake, and this began with the sin of Odom Arishon, of eating from Yitz Hadas. Yaakov Avinu succeeded in taking all of this out of Esav through his Tfila and Bakosho, Shenikro Chere Vekeshes, which is called a sword and a bow. Shehem Klei Melchama Vedin. Those are in- instruments of war, of battle, of din, of judgment. This is again an example of the tefillah in the form of din. And this is why he gave this over to Yosef HaTzadik. Because Yosef HaTzadik was powerful. We saw he was the gibor who was able to stand up to the test with Potiphar's wife. And he was able to be in Egypt, the most tome place on earth, and be able to retain his purity there all of those years. And he was able to, to extract, to remove all of the holiness that was in captivity by the Klippos and Sitrachra through this tefillah in the format of Din. It's not coincidence either that Yosef HaTzadik is buried in Shechem and the Ovois HaKdoshim, Avram Yitzchok Yaakov, and the Imois are buried in Chevroin and Keferochel, that these are like major strongholds of, of the Sitrachra, the worst Arabs, and the greatest battles against terrorism and everything are taking place in those places, in Shechem, in Hebron, in, in Beis Lechem. These are the places 
because this, this, these are all examples of like Queen Esther being taken into the palace of Achashverosh, where to the Sidrachre it looks as if they've conquered, they've swallowed up the Kedusha, they've swallowed up these incredible holy sites, but they don't know that these holy sites, the fact that Yosvat Sadik is buried in Shechem, the fact that the Ovoy Saktoishim are in Hebron, the fact that Rochel Imenu is, is by Beis Lechem, that's what's going to bring about the final, final downfall of the Sitrachra and, and forcing them to return all of the Kedusha, all the Das that they've swallowed up. Question in the chat. Isn't the tefillah b'bechinas din referring to when a person believes that they deserve something according to din instead of asking barachnim v'tachnunim? Not, not at all. Not at all. That, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. It's, it's when we're asking Hashem to use his midas hadin, to use his midas hadin to destroy the sitrachra. We're asking Hashem to activate his midas hadin but not because we are saying, because even with din, we deserve chas v'shon. We're not saying that. A person has to be extremely careful never to say that, never to say that even Moshe Rabbeinu, it's brought, that the act of striking the rock was an example, Rabbeinu Zal speaks, it over, speaks about over there, that when one is coming to plead their case before Hashem, it's always with humility, it's always with an attitude that I, I'm not coming with my whole list of good deeds that I've done, and therefore I deserve to be helped. A person can try to defend themselves before Hashem, to plead their case before Hashem, but not, not by saying that, that uh, I, re- I, I deserve, you owe it to me. We're saying that Hashem, because you love the Jewish people, because I know that you consider me a child, have Rachmanus on me, that kind of thing. Now Rav Nosan makes this clearer still. <clears throat> and he says, we find when Yaakov Avinu is about to pass away and he's giving brachas to each one of his children, when it comes to Reuven, he says to him, Reuven, you were my firstborn. You were my strength and the first of my seed showing that Yaakov Avinu was zeichet to incredible tikkun abris, that there was no seed wasted, chas v'shon, that his firstborn child was reish yisoyini. Hainu shehoyoroi litein loi habchoyro shehi hadas shehoitseisim en esov alidei koichi reish yisoyini. Yaakov Avinu was saying that Reuven was the one who should have, should have deserved to, to have the b'choyro, which is this das, which Yaakov Avinu had extracted from Esau through Yaakov Avinu's koyach and his first seed, through the koyach of his tefillah, Bebechin Azdin, the kotointi mikolach hasodim, and through Yaakov Avinu's midas hagvura in having such a high level of tikkun abris, al yidei bal koyach godel, as a result of the fact that I was so powerful, v'zehu reishis oini, dahinu shehu hoyo hatipo rishoina, that Reuven was the first droplet that came from Yaakov Avinu. Rashi, as Rashi HaKadosh points out, 
היינו כי זהו בעצמוי עוצם הכוח הגבורה שלוי על ידי ששומר אז בריסוי. This was the real definition and description of Yaakov Avinu's gvura, that he was a super shomer habris, he was super pure in that area. Ki ikar hakoyach al yidei shmira sabris kanal, because the main power of a tzaddik is through his shmira sabris. V'yalkein bekoichi hagodol hazeh hirvachti abachorin ayesor, And therefore Yaakov Avinu was saying, it's through this koyach that I acquired the Bechoyra from Esav, and you were the one who it would seem logically should have received that. You, Reuven, my firstborn. However, you acted in haste. And therefore the Bechoyra was taken away from Reuven and given to Yosef, Hatzadik, שהויו בעל כוח גודל על ידי שעומד בניסויים. יוסף הצדק הוא also was this incredible בעל כוח, super powerful, which we see in the fact that he withstood the tests in תיקנה בריס. ועל כן זוכה לבכוירו שהיא הדס. And therefore יוסף הצדק was זוכה to receive this birthright, this double portion that a בכוירו receives. which is this das, which the tzaddik is able to extract from the sitrachra, b'chinas eisov, al yidei ha-tfilo b'chinas din shel habal koyach. Paragraph tesvov, v'yalkeim ikar mechiras yosef, hoyo al yidei shemoin. And now we understand another important point, that out of all the brothers of yosef ha-tzaddik, the most dangerous one, the one who, who suggested killing him and, and pushed selling him as a slave was Shimon. That after Yosef HaTzadik started interrogating the brothers and he wanted to make sure that they're going to bring Binyamin down, he took one of them hostage. He took Shimon hostage But it says, He did it in front of their eyes. That in front of their eyes, he, he, made, he made it look as if he was putting him in prison. When they left, he released him immediately and treated him respectfully. Opirish Rashi, and Rashi HaKadosh points out there, who Shimon was the one who threw Yosef HaTzadik into the pit, He's the one who told his brothers, let's kill him. Because Shimon, out of all the brothers, represented this severe din. And that's why we find later on in history, during the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, it's Shevet Shimon, that falls into the trap of Taivas Neof with the Midianite women during the time of Bilam. Because the 24,000 Jews who died at the time as a result of the incident with Zimri and Cosby Bastsur were all from Shevet Shimon, Kemosh Shapirish Rashi Shom, as Rashi Kodesh points out there. And when there's Pegam Abris, there's Midas Hadin. When there's Tikkun Abris, 
then the, the tzaddik is like to that tefillah in the format of din. Therefore, Shimon, who had this super Mida Sadin, the Mida Sadin wanted to try to attack Yosef HaTzadik, who is this aspect of Bris. Yosef is Bigematria six times Yudke Vavke, which represents the sphere of Yesoid, which is Bris. Ki Habaldovo Rotso Lehizgaber al Yosef Chasvisholem. Because the Sahara wanted to try to destroy Yosef HaTzadik through the severe Midas Hadin that's found by Shimon. However, Yosef HaTzadik was so powerful to the point where he was able to overcome and to eliminate the powerful din of Shimon. Yosef HaTzadik was able to take Shimon, the Mida Sadin, and imprison it. Because Yosef HaTzadik succeeded in extracting all of the holiness from the Sitra Achra through his great power, She'omad Bani Soyen, that he withstood the tests. And therefore, Yosef HaTzadik was Zorcha, as we mentioned in the previous year, that from him came forth Pinchos, Shekine Almaise Zimri, who was the one who avenged the sin of Zimri, Shehoyami Shevet Shimon. Zimri was the Nosi of Shevet Shimon. And the defeat of Zimri was brought about through Pinchas, who was from the descendants of Yosef HaTzadik. Interesting, we find that Moshiach, the Moshiach that we're all waiting for now, Moshiach comes from Shevet Yehuda. His father will come from Shevet Yehuda. And we know that Yehuda is Malchus. It's brought as a posseg, Vohoyo Hashem lemelech al kol ha'oretz. That Hashem will be by the melech. Yud Kevavke, Hashem's name Yud Kevavke, out of all the 12 tribes, Hashem's name Yud Kevavke is by the melech. Who is the melech? Yehuda. Yehuda Gur Aryeh. And the word Yehuda is Yud Kevavke, plus the Dalet that stands for Dovra Melech. So Moshiach comes from Dovra Melech, which is Malchus, which is Din, Midas Hadin, Dina de Malchus Adina, and his mother comes from Shevet Don. Don Yodin Amoy. Don will judge his nation. Shimshon Hagibor came from Shevet Don. Moshiach ben David will come from Shevet Don. There's a Pesach which says, Ubenei Don Chushim. The children of Don were Chushim. It should say Uben Don. What's one individual? He had one son. Why is it called Benei? So the Mephorshim point out because the word Chushim is the letters Moshiach. That's why it uses a plural Loshon that the mother of Moshiach will come from Shevet Don. So we see that this Moshiach that we're waiting for is also going to be this Bechina of this Tfilah Bebechina's Din which is going to be needed to shatter completely the Sitra Achra and to be able to extract from the Sitra Achra all the Kedushas and all the Das that it swallowed up over the generations.
Rav Nelson Zal finishes now the finishing touch with the topic of Shimon. When Leah gave birth to Shimon, she said that Hashem heard my prayers and Hashem heard that I am hated. I am snua because, because Yaakov Avinu seemed to like Rachel much more. So she said, Hashem listened to me and saw that I was hated. Because the tikkun of Shimon, who represents this super harsh din, is through a tefillah in the format of din. Which Rabbein Azal shows there in the Kutim Ram that when a tzaddik is zoicha to have this tefillah b'bchinas din, through this the tzaddik acquires the ability to know how to give toichacha properly. She'oz afilu kol ha'avoyno ismal in re'ach toiv. And when the proper toichacha is being given, then even people's sins generate a sweet aroma. They get converted to mitzvahs. Because Hashem heard that I am hated. Who is hated? A leader who gives rebuke to Klal Yisrael is disliked. As the Gemara says, towards the end of Ksubas, a rabbi who is beloved by his community is because he doesn't rebuke them, he doesn't correct them in the things that he sees them doing wrong. We see from this Gemara that a person who does give rebuke usually is not so much beloved, liked. Most people have difficulty hearing rebuke. As Rabbi Nezal discusses this also in chapter 10 in Likud Imran. And this is why she named him, Leah named him Shimon. Because the name Shimon alludes to this concept of rebuke, which is disliked. We should have used the word disliked by snua here in, in general. Because the main tikkun and sweetening of the harsh dinim of, of Shimon are, is accomplished through the tefillah of the Balkoyach. And we have this tefillah of the Balkoyach then we zoichet to the holy rebuke of Moshe Rabbeinu, Shehoisiv v'nosan reach toiv b'Yisrael, who was able to add and infuse a good aroma, a sweet aroma, into the Jewish people, alidei toichachtoi, through his rebuke, bebechinas, as we quoted the pasuk, nerdi nosan reichoi, that from the sins of the Jewish people, from the Yeridois, 
And Moshe Rabbeinu was able to turn it around to get them to do such a tshuva that their sins gave forth a sweet aroma, that Hashem ended up having tremendous nachas from the Jewish people as a result of the Yerida, which Moshe Rabbeinu was able to turn into a major aliyah. Baruch Hashem, with this we complete Halacha Gimel. Any questions? Morning, Ramosim. Just to clarify the, the timeline that that um, the, the Sitra Akra wanted to uh, attack Yosef through through Shimon. Yosef, sorry, uh, through Shimon in the in, in jail, which he was representing of Yosef extracting Kedusha from the Sitra Akra by putting him in jail. The only th- I'm not understanding the, the timeline because this, the gun that came through Sh- uh, Shevet Shimon came much later. With, with how, how does this tie in? The answer is because once again, even though Yosef HaTzadik won the battle, he didn't win the war. The war wasn't over. Yosef HaTzadik, there was round one where Shimon attempted to murder Yosef HaTzadik. And again, this isn't Shimon, this is the Sitra Achra being Nislabesh in Shimon. Yosef HaTzadik, through, who's 17 years old at the time, Yosef HaTzadik is through all of his Tefillah and Torah and Mesiris Nefesh and his closeness to Yaakov Avinu, Yosef HaTzadik survives. He, they don't kill him. They end up sending him as a slave, sending him down to Egypt, Poitifar's house. Yosef HaTzadik retains battles test after test of Tikkun and wins. We see he's a incredible Shemar Habris. So he, he wins, and then we see that when Shimon comes down to Mitzrayim, Yosef HaTzadik is able to take him and imprison him, showing that Yosef HaTzadik won this battle. He won this battle. But Rav Nosanzal says the, battle, the war wasn't over. We see later in history that Shevet Shimon has this issue that the Sitrach, or the Midah Sadin, is Nislabesh in them. And this incident with Zimri, that, that, as we explained in a previous year, Cosby was trying to get to Moshe Rabbeinu. She, she was fooled. She thought Zimri was Moshe Rabbeinu. And she succeeded in seducing him. She saw everybody standing up for Zimri. She thought this must be Moshe Rabbeinu. And she succeeded in getting Zimri to fall into Pegamabris, major Pegamabris which caused 24,000 Jews to die. Now remember, the number 24 is Din, Midasin, 24 courts in heaven, Rabbi Nezal spoke about. There are the 24 Tzirufim of Hashem's name, Aleph, Dalet, Nun, Yud. And the 24 letters of Boruch, Shem, Kevoid, Malchus, Oilam, Voed, Malchus, Din, Judgment, so that was, that was a battle which, which Klal Yisrael paid a very heavy price at the time. But again, Moshe Rabbeinu, through his incredible Shmira Sabris, was able to save Klal Yisrael that only those 24,000 died. And, and Zimri had his, and Pinchas, a descendant of Yosef Atzadik, again was able to defeat Zimri. The Gemara says, the Gemara in Sanhedrin goes into detail that Zimri was very, very powerful. And, but, but again, Pinchas, coming from Yosef HaTzadik, was able to defeat him. So that was another round. Thank you, Ramos. 
I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the Gemara points out that that Shevet Shimon afterwards were cursed with poverty, that they were people who had to collect charity, etc., which again showing that the Midas Hadin was Nislabesh in them. Rab Zal spoke about this in, in a previous halacha that we had, that an Oni is Bechinas Din, a person who's, who's in a state of poverty. Question in the chat about Bechoyra. Technically, Ruvain was the Bechoyra. How could it be taken away? <clears throat> the answer is that Yosef was also a Bechoyra. Yosef was a Bechoyra to his mother. Don't forget, Ruvain was a Bechoyra to Leah. He was her, the first Shagam of Murrah. Yosef HaTzadik was the Bechoyra from Rochev Imenu. And here we're learning here that the term Bechoyra here doesn't mean the physical birth. The term Bechoyra means Chachma, Das, Seichel Digdusha. That here Yosef HaTzadik was given superiority over Ruvain. Even though Ruvain was the product of the Tikkun Abris of, Yosef, of, of Yaakov Avinu, still Yosef HaTzadik, in passing his tests and everything, he were, and, and Ruvain in being poigem in the bris. How? By tampering with the bed of Yaakov Avinu when Leah passed away. And, and, and Ruvain, I'm, I'm sorry, when, when Rachel passed away. And instead of moving Leah's bed into his tent, Yaakov Avinu moved Bilha's tent. And Ruvain got upset and Ruvain interceded. And, and the Torah says that that was considered a bechina of a pegama in bris on his part. As a result of this, the Kedusha of Bechoyra was given over to Yosef HaTzadik. Halacha Dalit. Inyan Sholei Shneorlo, Ubashon Raviyah, Srichan Alas HaPeres Yerushalayim. Alpi HaTorah Tiku Memshola. This halacha is also based on a Rosh Hashanah shir of Rabbi Nezal, the first chapter in the second half of Likut Emran. It's called Tiku, because on Rosh Hashanah we say the Pasuk Tiku Bachoide Shoifor Bakeslim Chagenu, and that Torah speaks about Memshola, as we'll see in a moment. Vaklal Inyonenu, to summarize what that Torah is all about. Ki Iker Ki Ish HaYisraeli Nivro Sheyeloi Memshola Hamalochim. Hashem created man and especially the Jewish nation to rule over the angels. We say in Halel Yisrael Mam Shaloisav. The Jewish nation are about Memshola. We are supposed to rule. Rule over whom? Rule over the angels. However, Rabbi Nezal says, since we're challenging the Malachim, and since we're trying to get closer to Hashem than the angels, we have to be extremely careful that the angels should not be able to harm us through jealousy. That the angels shouldn't push the person away. Just like we find when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to heaven to receive the Torah, the angels challenged him. What are you doing here? What, what's a human being doing up here? The Torah belongs up here. Get out of here. Rabbeinu says, how can one stand up to this power of the angels? By attaching himself, grabbing onto the roots of all the Jewish neshamos, 
שהם חצובויס מתחס כיסי הכובויים. All of the Jewish souls are carved out from beneath the throne of Hashem. Shehu bechinas Chava. And Chava, who is called Ein Kolchai, the mother of all living beings. So, so she is the Shoyresh Neshamas Yisroel. She represents the Kisi HaKovoy. Shezeo bechinas Vayiven Hashem Alekimes Atzeilo. And this is where the Pesach says, Hashem built up this rib that he had taken from Odom Arishan into Chava. And Rabbein Azal shows there the connection with this Pesach. How does a person attach himself to all 600,000 Neshamois? Rabbein Azal says there, Ach tzrichen lahakires hamefursamim shebohem klulem kol haneshamois. A person has to try to, to find and know who are the leaders of the generation because all the Neshamais are included in these leaders. Each one of these leaders represents a tree, like the trunk of a tree, and all the Neshamais that are related to that leader are like the branches and leaves on that tree. And Rabbi Nezal points out over there that in, in addition to the true leaders of the generation, there are false leaders. There are people who are not really qualified to be leaders. Where their leadership comes from chutzpah. They weren't really... They weren't really elected by the people, or they weren't really, they're not really the ones who are qualified to lead the people. Their leadership comes from chutzpah. Ki azus malchusabaloitaga. Because the Gemara says chutzpah is a king without a crown, meaning undeserving. How can one come to know who are the true leaders and who are the false leaders? by being involved in building Yerushalayim. Shehu bechinas shleimus hayira, the word Yerushalayim is yira sholem, perfection of yira, hatluya belev, which is related to the heart. The Gemara says that by all mitzvahs that are related to the heart, the Pasuk says, v'yoreisa respect Hashem because Hashem knows what's in your heart. So yira <coughs> is, is related to the heart. And Rabbi Nezal says there, in order for a person to achieve this Binyan Yerushalayim, this Shleimus Hayira, it requires overcoming the three major desires, Shehem Mafsidin Hayira Shebelev, which detract and, and diminish the Yira, the holy Yira in the heart. Shehem Taivas Mamoin. V'tayvas mishgo, v'tayvas achila. These are all the wrong type of desire for money, the wrong type of desire for women, and the wrong type of desire for food. And Rabbi Nezal says, if a person wants to be able to overcome these three taivas, it requires observing, showing the proper respect to the three major holidays, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. Ayin Shom, take a look at Mikud Imran, where Rabbein Azal expounds on this. And by a person observing these three holidays properly, 
and being zoyche to binyan Yerushalayim, through that the person is zoyche. The, through this, the person is to Yira, which is Binyan Yerushalayim, and through that, the person is to Tfila, which is the Devar Hashem. Tfila, which is the word of Hashem, the speech of Hashem. Vechulu, etc., etc. Meaning, Rabbi Nezal really has a lot to say about each few words we're quoting here. And when a person accomplishes all of this, through this, the person will be able to grab onto the roots of all the neshamos, and then that person's rulership over the angels will be established, will be solid. They won't be able to harm him in any way. And a person who achieves this complete success in all of this, that person is qualified to make Rosh Hashanah, meaning to lead a Rosh Hashanah. Study this well. This is again one of the longer chapters in Likut Imran, maybe 10 pages. This is a shear that Rabbi Nezal gave on Rosh Hashanah. Where Rabbi Nezal spoke, Rabbi Nezal writes, Rabbi Nezal would speak sometimes for a few hours. Paragraph Bayes. And this, with this, we can understand the reason for the three years that the produce of a tree is forbidden, which is in order to correct the pigama, the eitzadas, as is hinted to in the Medrash. When the Shamru, the rabbis in the Medrash tell us, who will remove the dirt from your eyes, Adam Arisha, <clears throat> that, sh- that you couldn't even wait one hour, one hour after you were created, within the hour after you were created, you, you committed a sin, you ate from the Eitz Hadas. <laughs> and your children are able to wait three years before partaking from a tree. As is explained in Medrash Rabbah, Odomarishan was created to achieve rulership, superiority to the angels. The Chain and he had that. Before he committed the sin, he was superior to the angels. As the Zoyar Kodesh and the Medrash describe how respected Odomarishan was by the angels, how superior he was to them. As the Gemara points out in Sanhedrin, The angels would roast meat for him and they would cool wine for they were serving Odomarishan. Obviously, there are also deeper concepts in this. And because Adam Arishan was so much greater than the angels, he was so much closer to Hashem, so much on a higher level than them, because of that, they were jealous of him. To the point where the Eight Sahara attacked Adam Arishan. 
כמבואר שם במקויים אוהב, as is explained over there. כי השם יסבורך יודו מזה, because השם knew about this, שיסקנו בוי המלוכים, that the angels would be jealous of אדם הראשון, על כן רומז לוי, that's why השם hinted to אדם הראשון, שיויחז בשושי הנשומויס, that he should grab on to, attach himself to the roots of all the נשומויס, שהם בחינס חווה, אין כל חוי, which is represented by חווה, the mother of all of creation. שזהו בחינס, ויבן השם אליקים וסצי לו, הנאמר בודם ראשון. This is what the Pesach means when it says, השם built up this rib. כי חווה היא אין כל חוי, because חווה was the mother of all of creation, שיסקלו לו מכל הנשומויס. She was a composite of all the נשומויס. אך הוא יצורך להיזוהר מאוד שלא להיסחס בהנשומי של המפורסמים של שקר. However, אדם ראשון had to know that there was good and bad there, and he had to be careful not to grab onto, not to connect with the נשומויס of, of the false leaders, שהם רק על ידי עזוס, which are only through חוצפה, כי גם עוז היו במציאות שלושם. Because during the time of Adam Arishan, these Mefursamim Shal Sheker existed in, their, in the form of their roots. Their roots existed. Ki hei mebechinas ha-chameyos v'shivim v'arba doyros shehoyu koidem b'riya soilam. As the Medrash tells us and the Gemara tells us <coughs> that originally Hashem's plan was to give the Torah after a thousand generations, to wait a thousand generations before giving the Torah. Dovor tzivo le'elef doyer. Hashem was intending to give the Dovor, the Torah, after a thousand generations. But the Gemara says Hashem saw that 976 of those generations, <coughs> there'd be a lot of chutzpah yaks there, there a lot of people with chutzpah, So Hashem ended up giving, preempting, giving the Torah after 26 generations. From Odom Arisha until Moshe Rabbeinu is 26 generations. And the Gemara says that those 974 generations, Shehem hein ho'ase ponim shebedor, Hashem took them and sprinkled them among all the different generations. They are the people who have chutzpah in all the different generations, They come from those 976 generations that were supposed, supposed to precede the giving of the Torah. And again, their roots were in existence before creation. Ve'inun reshe ama. And the Zohar HaKadosh says, who are, these, who are these people with this chutzpah? The leaders of the nation. The leaders of the nation. Kemuva be'Zohar HaKadosh, as the Zohar HaKadosh expounds on this. The leaders that are not qualified to be leaders, unfortunately, leaders who are not leading through Torah, leaders who don't, don't know that Hashem is running everything, and, and they say, I, I, I'm going to do this, and I'm not going to do this, Rahman al-Islam. All, all types of false leaders on every, on every level. We'll hold it over here for now. We'll continue from here in the next year. Any questions, please? This is obviously a very, very important halacha, as they all are. But Rav Nosan is going to give us incredible insights 
to the Pegam of the Eight Sadas, and again, how it relates to our mission in this world. We should be zeichet to see the true leadership of, of the Tamidei Chachamim, of the Tzadikim Amitim, especially the leadership of Moshiach ben David, who will be able to complete the Tikkun of the world completely. Moshiach ben David and Moshiach ben Yosef and Moshe Rabbeinu, those three coming together to bring about the Geula Shleimah, Amen, Amen.